episode of JR Takes. As always, Ryan and I coming at you. And uh, Ryan, not a whole lot of good things to say about the game on Sunday. We thought, no. we didn't think we were going to win going into it, but man, did we not think that that was going to happen. I thought we would at least show up, and that did not happen. It, yeah. it just, it snowballed so quickly because it started off okay you know um we stopped them well actually we got the ball first and jsn had a killer third down drop it's weird that he's dropped the ball so many times i know because like the opposite of what i thought his strength was all we were hearing all off season was how he was catching everything that was thrown his way and that like none of the reporters had seen him drop a single ball so i i don't know what the deal with that was but it kind of just set the tone for us the rest of the day offensively. But we came out really well on defense for about the first like quarter and a half. But man, you know, we brought it up a few weeks ago when Nuosu got hurt that mm-hmm. like that could be a crack in the armor in the run defense. And the Ravens were double teaming guards and tackles on Daryl Taylor and running right at that side of the line, just like we had feared. And holy <laughs> shit. I haven't seen us get run that hard on maybe ever. The Ravens ran for 298 yards against us. And the only reason why they didn't get to 300 is because they mercifully kneeled the ball with Tyler Huntley on our 10-yard line (laughs) to end the game. It doesn't get much. I'm kind of surprised that they did that too because they like lost their or the streak of having like a certain. It was like a rushing streak that they didn't. It ended because they knelt the ball. Huh. Colby, maybe you can look that up. Maybe you can fact check that for us. What what did you say? Uh, It was some sort of a Ravens rushing record that was broken on Sunday or it ended on Sunday because they decided to kneel it and not run or whatever yeah i mean whatever that number was it's disgusting that we are letting them write history against us because the run defense has been the strong suit of our defense pretty much the whole season and there's been a little more flaws that have shown up against the browns and the cardinals the last couple weeks uh, prior Mm -hmm. to this game but you know you you weren't that concerned you weren't that worried about it being a weakness and Granted, we don't play the Ravens every week. This team, like, let's give them all the credit right up front. That Ravens team is fucking legit. They look like possibly the best team in the NFL right now. Because there's, you go back all the way to 2000, let's say 2011, because the Seahawks were really bad in 2010. You can probably count on one hand, maybe another finger or two, how many times we've lost by more than three scores, period, in Mm -hmm. that whole stretch. It is not very often that the Seahawks get steamrolled like this. The last time something like this of this magnitude magnitude happened was the Rams in 2017. Mm-hmm. And really, besides that, if we lose by a lot, it's like you know, like 28 to 10 or something. But 37 to three, just an absolute thrashing, almost a five score game. That's pretty rare for a Pete Carroll coach team, and the Ravens did the same thing to the Lions a few weeks before. That's kind of sort of why I'm not that worked up over it, I think. I just, I don't know. I just think we had a bad game, and those happen. The NFL is so inconsistent this year. That yeah. Well, I, and it's also like, especially playing in Baltimore, I don't even know if our best effort beats that Ravens team, to be honest. They are just better than us, and it showed. Especially, and it really showed that 
what separates us from a team like that is our offensive line and our lack of elite depth pieces on the defensive line because really the battle was won and lost up front in that game. The Ravens' <clears throat> defensive line just <clears throat> kicked our ass. Well, and I think people forget, too, that the Ravens almost beat the Bengals in the playoffs last year with Tyler Huntley. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're a really good team, and when they have their really good quarterback, they're scary. Yeah, and, I mean, when you see Lamar just cracking up on the sideline with Tyler Huntley throwing a touchdown to OBJ, who's like 50 against Tariq Woolen, oof, that hurt. But, yeah, I mean... Lamar played a good game, but he didn't even need to. Like, the running game was so dominant, which he was a big part of. I mean, there was a play where Boye had a pressure, and it looked like he was going to sack him. And then it turns from a sack into, like, a 30-yard Lamar run because he's just that insane of an athlete. And we were talking about that last week. Like, is he still as fast as his MVP year? I would say so. Yeah, and he's, what, 27? Like Yeah, 26, He's probably faster. Well, and he's also, he's right now, he's a better passer than he was his MVP season. He's he's doing more advanced quarterback things. So I th- I would say it's it's not a stretch at all to say he's the front runner uh, as NFL MVP right now. He's playing way better than Patrick Mahomes is. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Honestly, the game was so bad that I there's not a whole lot I remember about it. Yeah, I mean, I, that's probably just self-defense of your, like... Like, just happiness to just delete what you watched from the game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, what, what, what can we really call out as a positive from the game? Boya Mafe got a sack, so that gives him six sacks in the last six games. An impressive streak. Everybody else, you kind of shat your pants. So, again, we had to say this week one against the Rams, we just got to change the diaper. And move on to next week because that was some baby shit. Yeah, that was some Brock Purdy baby shit right there. <laughs> if I've ever seen some. Yeah. Um, well, the, I guess if there's anything like long term that concerns me is that's like the eighth or ninth total quarter of football we've played this year where we've looked absolutely lifeless on offense. You know, the whole second half against the Rams, there was a middle stretch against the Bengals. And the Browns games where we just couldn't move the fucking ball. And I think it starts with Geno. Like, and he has not been playing well. And I agree, but I also think this last game was a total collapse of the entire offense. Yeah, the offensive line got worked. They got worked. (laughs) Kenneth Walker and Charbonnet combined for two yards a carry on their so the running game was dead. Gino had like four balls tipped, which is just guys getting blasted into the passing lanes by, you know, being worked by defensive linemen. And honestly, I I think the biggest culprit in this issue that we're talking about is Shane Waldron, because I've seen some of the all 22 snapshots from this game. And there were so many, like every time we had a third and short or even a third and intermediate, for example, he's calling plays that are like the hardest thing for Gino to execute. You have... Yeah. Routes that are breaking like 20 yards down the field. Why do we have him go- throwing deep balls on third and two? Yeah. Like, or in just on third and anything, like, why are, are, like, the defense is going all out to rush the passer on plays like that. So why isn't there a quick option? You, you're just expecting him 
to stand behind an extremely shaky offensive line and deliver a strike 25, 30 yards down the field, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, I don't, and I always wondered why we never used Russ with the quick passes because my my assumption was that he was too short, but Gino is can make those throws. Yeah. Gino can make those quick Peyton Manning slants over the middle. He's he's one of the most accurate throwers in the league. Yeah, and, and so, you know, it it kind of shows their stylistic differences because especially young Russ, we kind of just expected him to scramble out of it and make a miracle happen because he did it so often, especially, you know, when he was fast and young. And Gino is a really good he's really good at avoiding pressure in the pocket, but he's not like that. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't have that level of athleticism. So, he we, he really needs to succeed from a clean pocket, and he has shown that he can hit those short passes with success. So I just I just don't understand why we're not you know helping our guy out more and calling some just easy passes. Yeah, I will say in Gino's defense, like his strength, I think, is being a game manager and utilizing the weapons that he's given, and it just seems like we're getting away from that, mm-hmm. and. I, you always got to get away from something to realize how good it was and then go back to it. So I think that that I think that's what we're going to be seeing in this game against the Commanders. There's a lot of play action and a lot of usage of the tight ends. Exactly. You know, I was going to say I feel like right now especially the better of a defense we're playing, if we can't get the run game going and we can't have play action, which I think even if you can't get the run game going, just still try play Still action. do it. Like yeah. yeah, just do it till it doesn't work. Um we don't have a lot of opportunities to win when that uh, when we end up in that situation. So that's something we're going to have to figure out if we want to go somewhere this season. Right. But moving on from the absolute shit show that was the Ravens game to this week, we got the Commanders at 4-5 and five coming into our house. We got my boy Sam we do got, coming up so, to C-Town. Actually, just to get right into the preview of that game, I think your boy Sam is going to be the biggest problem for us in this game because he's, believe it or not, second in the NFL right now in passing yards behind only Tua. Oh, I know. He's. I think he's the eighth quarterback in fantasy right now. Yeah. I mean, I can't say I didn't totally see it coming because way back to You kind of ago, actually turned me on to Sam. <laughs> I, I would have never even cared about him if you didn't hype him up so much in the draft, so thank yeah, you, Yeah, I, I wish I would have believed in my own hype more and drafted him <laughs> in, in fantasy. I'd be in a lot better situation right now. But anyways, Sam Howell <laughs> plays a very ballsy style of quarterback. He's kind of Favre-esque where he, he is a gunslinger. He takes a lot of chances downfield. And, you know, he's, he's thrown quite a few picks and is getting sacked at a record-breaking pace despite above-average pass protection, which is something he needs to work Can on. Can I just too. say something real quick? I feel like the record-breaking sack thing is the exact same narrative as the best kicker in NFL history. I feel like I hear that every year. Like, Joe Burrow is on record to be sacked more than anyone. Russell Wilson is on record. You well, know what I mean? But this time... It's just weird. The pace that Sam is on is insane. <laughs> He's already yeah. been sacked close to 40 times. That's crazy. I'm just... <laughs> it is just like a... I feel like I hear that every year. You know what I mean? This time is definitely in an outlier, though. Yeah. I will I will say that. Um, but when, when Sam is hot... And feeling it, he's he's a dangerous quarterback, and he, he could give us problems. And it's not like the commanders don't have a good receiving core. They have a really good receiving mm-hmm. core, I think. You know, Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin, 
uh, Jahan Dotson. I forget who their tight end is, but I think Logan he's, Thomas. Yeah, he's he's had success in the league. Um, the thing is, though, as I was just saying, Sam gets sacked a lot. Mm-hmm. So this is the chance for us to have a get-right game on defense, I think. Because I think we do have the guys in the back end to hang with um, with the commander's receivers. And, you know, Brian Robinson has been a strong player for them in the running game. But I this isn't the Ravens offense that we're going to be going against here. Right. And then on defense, I don't want to hear – or. When we're on offense and the commanders are on defense, I don't want to hear any fucking excuses for anyone if we don't play on if we don't play well on offense this mm-hmm. week. The commanders' defense was already one of the worst units in the NFL, and they just traded away Montez Sweat and Chase Young. Yeah, yeah. So, there's no excuse. They should at least put up thirty points. If, I think, if this the weekend. Seahawks don't put up at least like 25, 28 points in this game, I'm gonna be concerned. Yeah. Like it, even if we win, if we win like 17 to 14, I'm not going to be happy because if we can't <laughs> if we can't score at will against a defense this inept, we're not fucking going anywhere this season. Yeah, yeah, I so. agree. And it certainly makes you uh look at that Leonard Williams trade if we end up not doing anything this year like playoff wise and it makes it a I, lot worse. I mean, and well, and we didn't sign him, did we? Or no, but we should. Yeah. If we don't sign him and we do bad, that's like the worst possible outcome here. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll get more into this discussion later on in the season. But we need to go for it this year because our cap situation is really bad next year. We really. Have, we have a lot of contracts that the big money hasn't kicked in yet, and mm-hmm. they all kick in in 2024. So. There might be a lot of changes this coming off season, but anywho, that's that's further down the line. Um, what's your prediction for this game? Ooh, uh, I'm gonna say it's a shootout. Mm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my faith in my boy Sam, but we're gonna win 31-27. Ah, I have a very similar prediction. I think we win 34-24, nice. but it's like maybe the Commanders are leading at halftime because of a few like crazy fluky sam howell throws that mm-hmm. get completed and yeah i i just i see this being a kind of a knowing shootout and i mean the commanders yeah they're four and five and they have a lot of bad statistical measures about them but they've almost beat the eagles twice so yeah. they're not an easy out it's not like we're playing the cardinals again yeah so i agree and the nfl has shown that the the parody this year is, is just crazy so we can't if we take them lightly like we did the Rams in week 1, they will beat us. Yeah. It's yeah. not a might. <laughs> well, I hopefully this is a usually when teams get their asses kicked like they like we did, they're the next game that doesn't happen. Yeah. That I doesn't mean, even come close to I think happening. the Lions so, have won like two in a row since they got embarrassed by the Ravens. So. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'm not I'm not worried. I think that that was just a Remember how I brought up the Colts game in twenty twenty or twenty thirteen, and that was just a game I had vibes going into of we're just not gonna. This just says bad, yeah, bad news written all over it. That's how I felt about last week. I didn't think we'd get pummeled, (laughs) but um, I did just think that that was a not winnable game, and so I'm not worried. Put it behind you. It wasn't like I didn't even get angry at all watching the game. It was just sad. (laughs) (laughs) it was just embarrassing and sad yeah yeah but uh moving on to the commanders we're gonna get the dub yeah i think this is our get right game and i think it's gonna be a fun game to watch
much. Me too. I, I think there's going to be some explosive plays that we haven't really seen. It's going to be fun for me because I'm going to like talk smack, but then not because I'm not actually rooting for the commanders. I just want Sam to do good. But this is what so Dynasty. This is what Dynasty fantasy does to somebody. Yeah. Makes them believe that they're an actual coach. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's pretty much all I had for this one. You got yeah, anything else? Yeah, yeah, nope. That's pretty much all I got. And, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Yeah, here's hoping to uh, get right game. Yes. Catch you next time.